0: The end of the day you are in control of many many things even though it doesn't always feel like it when you're kind of stuck and you're not really taking the time to, to think about like where is the core decision that has to be made on this and is it serving my best life this is techie personal finance Bootcamp, where i help tech professionals in their 20s and 30s balance a great life today without sacrificing their future possibilities i'm your host lucas Casares, certified financial planner and founder of level up financial planning where I help educate, coach, and build strategies with my clients to help them take their financial confidence to the next level. Here's an important compliance disclosure. This podcast is for informational purposes only and are not to be considered recommendations. It is recommended you consult your trusted financial professional before implementing any information obtained from the Techie Personal Finance Bootcamp. Thank you for joining Techie Personal Finance Bootcamp. Things have been crazy over here. We just had my daughter a few weeks early, so she's been staying at the NICU, but awesome news is is it seems like she should be coming home any day now, probably by the time I release and edit this video and podcast, it'll kind of be, she'll be home with the rest of the family, which we're really excited for. So... I was gonna skip this with everything going on, but I caught a little bit of space. If you're watching the recording, you're gonna see that I'm not in my office. I'm downstairs in the living room. You might hear some little guy talking in the background. That's my son, he's playing a Disney game. And so I'm trying to crank something out so I can kind of be consistent this year, which is something that I don't think I always was (laughs) for season 1.0. So I'm excited today to be talking about how financial independence is in your control. And I think that's super important Because one of the biggest factors in you being successful, and you've probably heard me say this a few times now, is the fact that you believe that it's possible. If you don't believe that you can be financially independent, if you don't believe that you can be in control of your financial situation, that's really going to doom you from the start. So what can we do? How can we get you to the point from thinking that things are out of your control, thinking that you're never going to be successful financially, And there's a few different ways you can do that. You can definitely get some education. Hopefully you get that through some of the the videos and strategy guides, things that I produce. Uh, There's Google searches you can do. There's budgeting. Budgeting is going to be the biggest thing to actually get you to feel like, oh, I actually know what's going on. I I know where my money is going. I know how that's going. And then obviously a financial plan is steps down the road and that's the the bigger picture where the, the budgeting, that's kind of more smaller picture month to month. But once you kind of start with these baby steps and start to get that education, that confidence, that swagger, you're going to realize that there is a lot of things in your control that maybe at times don't feel like they are. And that's what this episode's about. So if you can believe and understand that you don't have to be ultra wealthy already, you, people are successful all the time without being wealthy. Uh, the problem is there's a lot of steps that you have to do there's a lot of things that you have to commit to and just make tiny small improvements every single day every single year and those things level up and compound year after year and yeah before too long a few years down the road of making some financially wise decisions you're going to be feeling pretty good you're going to be feeling more financially confident and you're going to know that financial independence is is basically within your control so it's not to say that there's not challenges though, because there is. There, everyone has their own unique challenges. Even people that are born into wealthy families, they have their own challenges because they may not have had to to work the same way that some other people that had to grind and kind of really find a path and and just really focus on, on the struggle and kind of where that struggle is a badge. Like that, in a way, can sometimes help people, and that's something that. People born into rich families don't necessarily always have. There's a lot of studies that show people born into rich families actually lose wealth. They don't understand how to create wealth. They don't know how to maintain wealth because everything was kind of given to them. So there's a large population of those wealthy families where their children just are not as financially wise and they don't know how to kind of make it on their own. So that's actually challenges for them too. And I hope that helps you understand that yep you you have your unique challenges there's so many different things that can really be challenges and really what it comes down to is if you believe that you can overcome this stuff and start to get be getting back to believe but I think this is important like if you think that you deserve more if you believe that you can accomplish more and do more and kind of be better which we all know that we can if you look years into our past there's a lot of situations where there was things that we never would have thought were possible but here we are today doing a lot of things that we never would have expected in positions that we would have never expected to be and so when you're finding yourself having a challenge or struggle just remember that you've overcome similar things you've overcome obstacles that you thought were not easy to do in the past so just remember that we all have our unique challenges and the struggle to get through that is only gonna help you in the long run. It yes, it is a matter of, well, how how can you kind of line things up? How can you position yourself where you can either work or use the resources you do have to kind of catapult yourself to that next level, that next stage of your development. But it's definitely possible it just might take a little bit more exploration. It might take a little bit longer than maybe some of your peers. And I think that's another thing too to realize that we we don't all have the same background. We don't have the same financial knowledge. That's one of the cool things when I'm working with clients to see them and their significant other, like how they think about things differently. They both came from different families with different financial thoughts and, and backgrounds. And it's cool to kind of see how these things all meld. But basically at the end of the day is everyone's different in terms of where they're starting financially. Everyone's different as far as where they're starting economically. It's very hard to say like these two things are exactly exact in terms of looking at family history, your education, your strengths and weaknesses and things that come easy to you, things that you take pride in and are very like happy that you've accomplished your work towards so people look at these things and feel differently about them. So you have to understand what motivates you, what inspires you, what your why is. So that's a huge question like why why do you wake up every day and go and do what you do? what would it take for you to ask a little bit more of yourself to to do a little bit more to be a little bit better if you're just kind of doing the same thing and not really progressing and you're frustrated by that then you need to figure out what your why is so that you can actually start taking these steps to improve your situation and really take control of your situation if there are challenges what it comes down to is how can you find ways how can you work in a way how can you be smart Sometimes working hard isn't <laughs> always the best thing. Sometimes it's being smart. I then once you realize what that path is, then then working hard towards those. So I think I've always had to to realize that in my past where I, I'm i always a grinder. I'll work as hard as I can, but it's helpful to look up and say, hey, is this working? If not, do I need to change paths? Or if I just kind of keep pushing and, and pushing along this path, am I going to be where I want to be? So working hard is important. But you also want to work smart, and so make sure that you are creatively thinking about different opportunities. I've had to do that with my business. I'm an introvert, which might be hard for you to tell through my interviews and my podcasts and videos and things like that. But, yeah, this doesn't come naturally to me, but I've worked at it, and I realized that I need to do these types of things in order to grow my business Because I'm not going to be just running in and be like, hey, nice to meet you. My name is Luke. I'm I'm not going to introduce myself. I'm not a salesperson. And so I need to focus on the things I can control, which is educating people, helping people. And that was kind of my path. That's the opportunities I'm trying to create for myself and my business so that I can do everything I want to do. And it's way different than any other financial planner that I know who is going about building their business think about how you can align your education, your background, your skills, where where you need to develop and create your own opportunities to get to where you want to get. I think one problem, one challenge that a lot of people run into when it comes to whether or not they feel they can control their own financial independence is they think that they have to have like a high income. Like I have to make six figures. Otherwise I'm never going to be financially independent. I'm never going to be in control of my situation. And that's that's definitely not the case. Obviously, it depends on your lifestyle. It depends possibly on your location, so where the cost of living is where you're at. But there's a lot of people that can kind of make mid-range incomes in their 50000 60000 and have awesome lives, control their financial situation and really set themselves up pretty decently for not just today, but tomorrow, but the future and just have a lot of confidence there. And one of the things that you can kind of think about too is so social security is going to help a little bit. It's not going to help a lot right now for anyone retiring today and saying, Hey, I want a paycheck. The average paycheck they receive from social security is 1,500. So not an incredible amount, but at least that gives you that first kind of chunk. Usually that would pay for most people's rents or mortgage payments. Hopefully by the time you retire, you don't have a mortgage payment. Obviously you'd want to be saving for your 401k, and saving up other investments to kind of supplement what you need during retirement. Cause $18,000 isn't going to get it done at the end of the day for most people. Just know that that is going to give you some type of baseline to try to help you from not living in poverty. Hopefully you will have some resources of your own too. At the end of the day, like higher income, it can help you speed up that process of becoming financially independent. One of the problems I've seen with a lot of my engineer clients, my tech clients who make a lot of money is your lifestyle just tends to go up. And luckily the ones I work with do make some smart decisions as we talk through it. They save a good portion as their income starts to rise pretty heavily that they're saving a lot of that. But what most people do is they spend all that and they, they don't really increase their savings at that same kind of rate. And so it really puts some stress on them. If there is unemployment, if, They are hoping to retire early. Well, if you're used to living off your full income and you haven't really been saving, you're going to be feeling a huge lifestyle change if you don't save up enough to support that same type of income when you quit your job. So that's important to know. And that's one of the reasons why, too, again, middle middle income families like you don't have to save a huge amount because you get some help from Social Security. And then obviously you'll have your 401k, hopefully you had an employer that was doing some free matching and stuff like that. But yeah, you don't have to save as much if you're not spending as much. And if your income isn't as high, usually your spending is not going to be as high either. So that's one thing to kind of remember, you don't have to be making six figures to be in control of your financial situation and really make uh, the moves that you need to in order to be financially competent. Here's just some basic things that you do need to do. So I mentioned that social security giving you that baseline, but it's not going to cover your normal lifestyle. You don't want to only live off of that. So basically the things that are going to help you is avoid a high interest debt. That's going to be personal loans. It's going to be credit cards, things like that. Sometimes like store credit cards to you, but those always have like 10 to 20% interest rates. Every now and then, if you get like a private student loan, sometimes those are super expensive too, like a 10%, 8%. Anything above 5%, I would say, is a really high interest to be paying. And really, you're just wasting that money if you're not able to pay that down quickly. So avoid that. That's going to help with these other areas. That means you're going to be able to save more. It means that you're going to be able to actually spend the money that would be going to these financial companies, these credit card companies. Instead, you're gonna be able to use it for things that you want to, be saving it for things that you want to accomplish in your goals. And then obviously you need to invest some of that too. The the reason why you have to invest and you can't just save is because of inflation. So inflation means the cost of everything goes up 3% a year. The amount that your savings goes up in terms of the interest that accrues is 0.05%. So there's a big disconnect there. If you just have a pile of money in cash, Its value is going to erode over time because of inflation. And that's why it's important to have some savings for emergencies, but then be investing for long-term goals. Retirement is usually a long kind of process, it's a 20 to 30 years, even for traditional retirees. If you do want to be financially independent and retire early, then that could be a significantly longer time period so you definitely want to invest allow your money to not only keep up with inflation but hopefully outpace inflation and grow for you at faster than inflation would be eroding that value so hopefully after listening to this you know that you can control these things it comes down to your spending and yes there's some kind of basic life necessities that you need some bare necessities I watch a lot of disney movies now with my kids but really there's a lot of those things come in ranges like you don't have to buy premium type food there's different ranges that you can kind of be on different spectrums. so just cuz you need food doesn't mean it needs to be the craziest most exotic <laughs> type thing that you can find you don't have to have your food delivered with cars yes you need some type of transportation you don't need to buy a BMW or anything crazy like that you don't have to buy a Tesla if that's not going to align with your goals and, and make sure that you're on your path to being financially independent and being in control of your finances for your housing, depending on where you're living or where you want to live. The cost of living might be pretty tremendous, but at the end of the day, it's still a choice that you're able to make. You don't have to get like the most 100% like, oh, this is the perfect home. Ever for now and always. It can be the perfect home for now. It could be the perfect home for the next few years until you kind of get a clearer picture of what the future looks like. And so that's important to know too. You don't have to get the best of everything right now, especially if it's put you in know, a financial bind in the short term. Those are a lot of the, the common things where, like, those are the bearing necessities. Don't necessarily need a cell phone. A lot of people lived a long time without having a cell phone, but I know those can get expensive. Cable, way back in the day, used to be free. Now the packages are like $150, $200. Don't need those types of things. And so there's a lot of stuff within your control. And once you get down to it, you'll realize that there's a lot of extras that we kind of put under that necessities table. We call them needs and it drives me nuts. And my wife laughs every time now when she hears my son say that he needs something because it drives me nuts. Needs and wants are different. Needs You need to live you you need to to have like a decent mindset and be able to do those things and wants are basically everything else (laughs) and so hopefully once you kind of look through this if you feel that you are not in control of your financial situation if you don't feel that you have the possibility of being financially independent i hope you can have belief and hope and feel that you deserve that you should be in control you can control your financial independence And it's very hard to do at first because it means change. No one likes change. Change is hard. But if you start to make small incremental improvements, so let's say you need to cut back on somewhere, maybe you cut down like one coffee a week or something like that. Well, that's something that's improvement, right? So what can you do the next month after you start to feel more confident? Like, Hey, I'm making progress. I want to make progress faster. Well, you can control how quickly you want to to move in the directions you want to. But yeah, at the end of the day, you are in control of many, many things, even though it doesn't always feel like it when you're kind of stuck and you're not really taking the time to to think about like, where's the core decision that has to be made on this? And is it serving my best life? Is it going to allow me to do the things that I want to do today and not be stressed out in the future and stuff like that? So Hopefully that's helpful. Hopefully this was a a good quick episode for you to just be super pumped up about the future and the possibility of what it could look like and that you are in control of all this. Thank you so much for listening to Techie Personal Finance Bootcamp. You can find show notes by visiting levelupfinancialplanning.com and finding the podcast page. You'll also be able to find strategy guides, videos, and cheat sheets to help you take your financial confidence to the next level. If you feel this episode has added a ton of value for you, please rate and share this with friends and colleagues. Catch you next time on Techie Personal Finance Bootcamp.